Hello and welcome to the Shine podcast. As part of its 10-year anniversary, Shine commissioned an independent research company to undertake an extensive evaluation into the performance, impact, outcomes and future development of the service. In preparing their report, the lines between interviewed women directly supported by the service, as well as mentors and stakeholders from other voluntary and statutory organisations engaging with Shine. In this episode, we speak to Mike Nicholson, Senior Researcher with the Lines Between, to hear about some of the findings and observations resulting from their evaluation. You can also read the report in full on our website at shinementoring.org. Today, I'm joined by Mike Nicholson, who's Senior Researcher at the Lines Between. Good morning, Mike. Hi there, Robert. Nice to meet you. Before we talk about the, the research that you did and the, the paper that you produced for Shine, could you tell me a little bit about the lines between? How did the company begin and what kind of things does it do? Sure, yeah. The company was started by Lorraine Simpson, who's our managing director. She had a background in economic and social research, and she was particularly interested in social research and evaluation that can achieve um, powerful positive change for communities and marginalised groups uh, with an emphasis on really clear accessible reporting to communicate impact and help organisations with their decision making. Um, So in the last three years the company's grown and we now have a staff team of 10 managers, consultants, consultation analysts and we're involved in really wide-ranging work. The majority of it is evaluation and consultation analysis, but we also undertake pieces of research work, often combining quantitative and qualitative research around a certain topic. Um, Sometimes we're evaluating a project at a certain milestone in its life, so as with Shine, at 10 years, or for some projects it might be at the end of a funding cycle, um, so we're helping them reflect on their outcomes and impacts. Um, But ultimately our work is always about understanding the issues people face supporting organisations to understand themselves and their impact. And um, really, we aim to be a force for good, influencing decisions that help with the understanding of social issues, which improve services and and outcomes for people. So coming on to the work that you did for Shine, what was the initial brief? Well, Shine asked for an evaluation of the programme. And as I mentioned, it was at a 10-year stage. And what they were looking for was for us to explore across varied stakeholders what the programme was doing well, what impacts it was having on women's lives, uh, where it faced challenges and how it could be more effective in the future. Um, Also, how the partnership of organisations which makes up Shine, that was also of interest. How well was this working and what was its place within the context of services for women in the justice system? Um, the area of cost effectiveness was also something that was of interest at the outset. All, all funded projects want to know they're being successful for the people they support, but also that they're giving value for money. Um, and Shine were particularly keen that the voices of women were captured as I guess it was felt that while Shine had successfully gathered quantitative information relating to various impacts in the past using the Outcomes Star tool over a few years, Perhaps the stories of women's experience of mentoring support in the justice system hadn't been so well captured and and having an external organisation doing that um, allowed for a bit of impartiality in in gathering those stories. So, yeah, there were a range of things there. So what was your starting point? 
how did you go about getting the views and experiences of the different people connected to Shine? So whether it be the women we support or the mentors themselves or stakeholders and the partners you've just talked about. Yeah, so, well, the starting point was to think about how we reached and made contact with that wide range of people who had an involvement with Shine because we wanted to hear from the women who were mentees, their mentors, representatives from the partner organisations as well as organisations using or referring to Shine. So really our starting point was a very big a very big list. Um, Shine had been running for 10 years and even just in the partnership there were many different stakeholders. On top of that, it's a national project with local stakeholders on the ground all around the country, for example, in community justice, social work teams. So there were many people who might have an opinion on Shine Mentoring. Um, obviously, there were limitations on time and resources. So it was about using those wisely, making engagement accessible for as many people as we could reach and making sure we heard enough different stakeholder voices. Um, but we also needed to think through what messages would encourage those different stakeholders to engage with the exercise and, and to want to contribute their experience of shine. So it, to some extent, there was a, a bit of a logistical exercise at, at the beginning, just working out who to speak to and what messages to, to get to them with. What was the experience like for you to hear firsthand the voices of those shine supports? Um, well, my colleagues, Abby and Katie, did the interviews so that we ensured all of the, the mentees were um, talking to, to a woman. That was quite an important aspect of the methodology that we used. And their comment, my colleague's comment, is firstly how positive those interviews were. Um, and that that was on a number of levels. That was in terms of the women being really chatty uh, and women who were happy to be open about their situation, but also keen to tell us about the experience of Shine. The, the strength of relationships that the women had established with their mentors was something that particularly came through, but also about how they were, the women were, fairly positive about the future, even if they faced ongoing issues, whether that was financial or relationship-based or mental health related. So, so largely it was a very, very positive experience. But I would also say there was still, within those interviews, still the power for us to be um, uh, shocked at times. So we were surprised at the lack of support there could be potentially for uh, women being liberated from prison. Uh, and also the vulnerability in those very first hours and days of release. Um, so that that was something that was, uh, yeah, maybe unexpected for us and that was communicated quite quite clearly um, by the women we, we talked to. I, I mean, for us, I, I guess we concluded it's hard to comprehend all of the pressures that could be on a person at that point and for someone whose self-esteem, confidence, resilience might be at a very low point or may never have been established in any great way, the risks of what can happen in those first few days can really be compounded. So that that was a real eye-opener and, and and a real privilege for, for us to 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 talk to people. Um and for you know we were so grateful that they were willing to to come forward and um offer their their honest stories. So you talked about um the logistics, you know, having had that that original very long list of on, mm. on different areas and different people to to contact. How did you go about getting the women themselves that were supported by Shine to share their experiences of the service? Well, getting them involved and ideally a range of them involved was crucial for us. And we didn't just want to have a few cherry-picked stories. 
we often use online surveys in our work, but in discussion with Shane, we knew there could be challenges with this for some women um, in terms of digital access or digital skills or for some literacy skills. However, um, in discussion with engagement staff at Shine, we concluded that a survey which was simple and accessible was worth doing. So we developed that and then mentors, the Shine mentors were asked to help with um, uh, promoting it basically and saying this was an opportunity for women to give their views on Shine and also for the, the mentors to offer support to women to do the survey if that was appropriate. And there was, also an, there was also an option for hard copy surveys to be completed. So we weren't limiting women to online mm. access. And then at the end of the survey, women had the opportunity to opt in to take part in an interview, effectively to tell their story of their involvement with Shine. Uh, and we offered a £10 shopping voucher as a very small thank you to those who followed that through. So mentees knew in advance that it'd be a woman who'd be interviewing them. And that was another really important part of the methodology. And when all of that played out, we were really pleased both in terms of the overall response, but also the depth of responses. I guess with all of our research, we're always holding our breath slightly when a survey goes live in terms of, you know, what sort of response are we going to get? And if I'm honest, we set our expectations in discussion with Shine uh, to, to low on this one. Um, but actually, it, things worked out well. We 18 women responded and gave through the survey and gave open and honest and really insightful responses in, in in written form, which was fantastic. And then 14 of them offered themselves as interviewees and we eventually managed to arrange eight um, and from there developed the case studies that appear in the report. So, uh, so it was a, we felt it was a really helpful exercise. And again, very grateful to the women who, who got involved and to the mentors who, um, you know, helped to, encourage them really to to share their experience and have their voice heard. Within your evaluation report, you reference how women had said that the mentors helped develop positive, trusting relationships. And you talk about the importance of kindness and caring. Can you say a bit more about that? Well, it came across strongly that women had really valued a mentor who had looked out for them. And that can seem a vague phrase, but uh, what that meant was that mentors were supporting them across a whole range of practical and uh, activities and emotional support that might have been to do with housing, money, relationships or um, or lower key things. Some of those things are, are the absolute basics of life. They're about ensuring safety and survival. So mentors were actually playing a, a pretty crucial foundational role. Um and at the same time, there were instances where mentees talked of being accepted and not judged. Um, and that might be in terms of the complicated situation they were in, things they'd done in the past, things they might have done even in the short time since the mentor had last met them. Um, the important thing was the women said that they didn't feel judged about their actions. So that combination of someone looking out for them who accepted them no matter what was was really powerful. Um, many of the women had experience of difficult relationships, of being judged, of not being accepted. Therefore, to have the opposite of that was you know, often quite a revelation for them. Um, and I, I think uh, we feel at the root of the mentor's ability to be like that and to offer that sort of support was, was kindness and caring was almost at the heart of that. Mentors cared about 
they care about the women they support. They recognize the individual and the difficult experiences they've had, and they want the best for that person in the future. Um, so uh, kindness and caring underpins the mentoring engagement. Your report highlights Shine as a service that is holistic and trauma-informed. How did you see this evidenced in the interviews that you had? Many mentoring projects around the country will have a, a specific focus, whether that's employment or education-related, and there will be goals for mentees and mentors to set and work on um, based on that focus. But Shine Mentoring is really broad-based and mentors can be involved in a diverse range of activities. And that's not because it lacks focus, but rather that its starting point is the woman in front of a mentor. Who is she? What has life been like for her? What might happen next? What does she want from life? What are the most pressing needs for her? Um, so Shine is, is holistic because it's not focusing on one aspect of life. If the focus was just on next steps to employment, but a mentee's housing, for example, was insecure or their priority was to re-establish connection with their children, then that single focus of employment would be very difficult to achieve because those other things are um, priorities in someone's someone's mind. So Shine, Shine is really holistic in considering women's lives and looking at the most pressing needs and then working with women on those. Um, and that need might change the next day, but the mentor changes with that. So that ability to have a broad focus and not a sort of single focus which some mentoring projects would have is is really key so that's that because the holistic side of things and then in terms of the service being trauma-informed um that kind of relates to my last answer talking about kindness and caring i guess and um features of trauma-informed practice should be that people feel safe um that they, they trust the people that they're, they're engaging with that they've got choice, uh, the opportunity to collaborate and to feel empowered. And the fact that women at Shine are accepted for who they are, what they come with. And from that point on, there's a process of, of working together between them and their mentor means that a service is the service is trauma-informed. Um, it comes from a place of establishing safety and trust and building opportunities for personal growth and all of it being managed sensitively so so yes for us looking looking in the service was both holistic and trauma-informed you talked near the beginning about cost effectiveness and there's a section within your report on that what were your main findings well yeah cost effectiveness is a very interesting aspect to discuss we we weren't undertaking any cost comparison exercise with our other interventions for example but the research was grounded in the knowledge of some of the costs within the justice system. So, for example, the annual costs relating to imprisonment, we're aware of that. And the, the main message that came from the evaluation was that Shine potentially offers a preventative spend because it complements other services and because it impacts on women's lives um, in a way which might lead to them uh, not engaging with justice services in a way they might otherwise have done. So because women are being supported to live um, safer, healthier, more stable lives, and they're being empowered to make better choices for themselves and those around them, mentoring, we saw mentoring as being making a positive and complementary 
contribution to justice, health and social care sectors. And that was so that was a message we heard. It was highlighted by Shine Partners, but also by stakeholders who are less um, deeply connected, I guess, with the service. So, for example, community justice social work representatives who felt women had reduced involvement in the justice system uh, and more positive and proactive um, use of health and social care services. And and then going back to the women themselves and their what they told us that that was really confirmed by themselves by by them because uh, some of the mentees said that they believed that without their mentors' support they would have returned to prison. Um, they described their lives as being more stable because of shine. Um, and so in terms of cost effectiveness, the main finding that we saw was that shine was potentially reducing wider system costs because women's lives were stabilizing. You talked earlier about some of the things that were surprising or some of the things were actually quite shocking. Coming from a social research perspective, what were the most significant things that you learned from your work with Sean? I think um, it's interesting to see that what on the face of it, it seems a relatively simple intervention. The provision of a mentor, um, you know, someone to listen, someone to meet regularly can actually have a life-changing impact for some people. And that's not to underplay the role of of the mentors uh, as just being this a, a sort of simple thing, because it was actually interesting to see the huge range of tasks that they they might undertake. And in fact, uh, you know, there was one um, diagram or infographic that we pulled together in, in the report because we, we were aware of the mentor's role being so complex and we were trying to sort of distill it into um, different um, circles. So it's almost like a, well, it is like a Venn diagram. So, the, you know, there were these, there's practical support, whether that's to do with housing, money, life skills, relationships, emotional support, listening, understanding, being compassionate and affirming, uh, developmental support, because there is that aspect of looking at looking ahead potentially for um, jobs or education, but encouraging confidence, self-belief, all of those things. So the mentor's role encompasses all of these different things. So on the one hand, it sounds very simple. You know, it's a meeting, a regular meeting with someone on a one-to-one basis, but actually it's there's a great complexity of what's going on. Um, so yeah, I think one of the big learnings is just the power of a positive relationship. Uh, so a relationship that accepts people, doesn't judge, offers a safe space, a listening ear, encouragement, tells people they're worthwhile, tells people they've got something to offer. That is actually the basis for uh, people's attitudes and behaviours changing as they begin to believe in themselves more and and can see a different future. Um, So, yeah, I think it's something around that combination of a simple model, but underneath that there's there's a complexity of support that's going on which which can be extremely effective and impactful for 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 women to a point that lives are changed finally what else would you like to say about your experience of working with shine well for myself and my colleagues i think it was a real it was a great insight into um the justice system, uh, some of the recent changes in the landscape of that in terms of sentencing, as well as seeing how mentoring um, 
has developed as a response to issues that were flagged years ago. You know, Shine, as we mentioned at the start, has been going for 10 years and it, and it came out of specific recommendations and a, a acknowledgement that there was not enough support for women in the justice system. So um, it was it was a very interesting piece of work to um, learn more about that that world. What was also striking was the mentor's deep commitment to, to the job and to the women they support. So, you know, those were really uh, fascinating conversations um, individually and with uh, focus groups of mentors, just hearing about some of their day-to-day -day work and, and their sort of passion for, for what they do. And then that combined with the, the contact with, with women um, telling their, their stories as well. Yeah, and then, you know, on the bigger picture, the fact that this is an, a national project and that these relationships can be happening all, all around the country, it, it's been a very interesting piece of work to uh, hear about the, the the detail of what's changing in women's lives, but also to, to understand it as a, as a whole and, a, and as a, um, an initiative that's, that's aiming to um, meet, meet needs all around the country. Thank you very much, Mike, for taking the time to join us today and tell us more about the research and your time working with Shine. Thank you. Thank you, Robert. It's been, it's been a pleasure to do it. Thank you. To find out more about Shine, visit our website at shinementoring.org. Thanks for listening.